0: All right, Warren Ross here with another episode of The Libertarian Lawyer. And um, this is probably just going to be me ranting today. And I don't uh, really want to do a podcast, um, but I told myself I was going to be doing these, so I'm doing it. This is the first one in like a week, I think. Um, the reason being that I am so fucking tired of watching the news day in and day out and seeing nothing change and seeing everything go wrong. And half the country pretends that it's not fucking happening. The other half doesn't know what to do about it. I'm just done with this shit at this point. I mean, it seems very obvious now that number one, Biden doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And, you know, obviously we knew that from the beginning but apparently people hate Donald Trump so much that they're just going to vote for a guy who never had any good ideas to begin with, plagiarized the only good ideas we thought he ever had, and now his brain doesn't work, so we're just stuck with this dude who not only i I'm pretty sure he's in China's pocket one way or another. If it's not because of the millions of dollars that they're giving his son and his son is giving to him, Then it's because he just thinks that China is the future and that's where they're going to go, because that's what all these political elite assholes do. They want to make as much money as possible. They don't really care that they're destroying this country, because if you have 100 million, 150 million, you can just move to another country. I mean, what's stopping you? They probably already have a house in other countries, you know, so those dudes can just pick up and leave and they're gonna leave us holding the bag with all of this debt, everything going wrong, and they're just gonna dip out or their kids are gonna dip out, you know, because that dude's not gonna live 10 more years. Like there's no way he lives 10 more years. He's already circling the drain. Like he's been circling the drain. But if it's not, if it's not just plain corruption, which I think it, it probably at least partially is, it's because he feels like uh china is the future and we probably shouldn't even disagree with him because you know they're kind of on the lefty side of uh you know politics and obviously he is or pretends to be i don't know what he is i think he's just somebody who would pretend to be whatever you want as long as you pay him enough money that's why he ran for senate in delaware um even though he claims to be from scranton he's not from scranton he like he left there when he was 10 that's like that would, that's like saying i was educated in uh you know, Lynn Lastinger Elementary School, like, well, no, that's where, you know, the first few years were, but, you know, the majority of the time, I was not there. Um, this dude has rejoined the World Health Organization without requiring anything, and now his administration is saying, well, you know, we, we, we don't really believe anything that they're saying, they've been uh, impeding our investigation, they just brought all these scientists back who were there for 28 days, They had a quarantine for 14 days. They were denied all the information and access that they needed to actually make a decision. It's very obvious that China is obfuscating where this virus came from. They're not going to tell anybody where it came from. And they're still claiming that it came from the U.S. maybe. Like maybe we developed it and then released it in Wuhan. Jesus Christ. All right. Maybe the U.S. had some hand in it because, you know, I mean, Fauci was funding bat coronavirus research in Wuhan. However, pretty sure we didn't let it go. pretty sure they just uh, screwed up one day and it got out. That's the most obvious explanation. But claiming that we created it here and took it there on purpose, I think that's a little, maybe a step too far. Although when you consider things like Operation Northwoods and uh, you know, Remember the Maine, uh, Gulf of Tonkin, you, you, you start to think, You know, maybe it's not all that far-fetched, but this jackass of a president that we have has rejoined the World Health Organization without requiring anything, without putting any stipulations on it, just we're back in, even though they hold the line for China, even though we give the vast majority of the money that the World Health Organization uses. So this asshole, this jackass of a president we have says, you know what, we're just back in. You don't have to change anything. We're going to start giving you all of this money again. Don't change a thing. Keep doing whatever China tells you to do. No changes. This is the most asinine thing that you could possibly do when we're coming up on a year of this coronavirus bullshit, okay? We're we're almost at the anniversary of 15 days to slow the spread. And now we have a new president who told us he had a plan for covid he was gonna get things straight. His plan was apparently to rejoin the organization that has been lying to us about where the virus came from, whether it was infectious to humans and and all the details about the virus. So at what point are we going to put a foot down? Like Trump already did. He said, we're out of the World Health Organization, okay? So we can just start another organization. If we're gonna give the, the vast majority of the money we can start our own organization. We don't have to have other people involved. Like we can get other countries involved, sure. But how about let's start an organization where we control who's in charge? How about that? If you're know, if you gonna give the vast majority of the money, why would you not control who's in charge? Hmm? Like does everybody get an even vote even though we have to give all the money for it? That's stupid. That's absolutely idiotic. Jesus, I'm gonna get so pissed off over this stuff. And it's not just that, it's not just that. Um, It's also the fact that, um, you know, people are uh, still not going back to school. Um, The teachers unions, because unions are such a great thing, right? Unions are the best. All they do is take money from people, spend it on Democrat policies, which number one, should be illegal. And number two, these jackasses, have already stepped the bounds on what they were requesting. There's tens of billions of dollars in unspent funds that the federal government has already put forward for these schools because the teacher said, well, we have to have new ventilation systems and we have to have this and that, just like completely revamping the entire educational system infrastructure and, The feds put the money forward and these things aren't happening. And even when they are happening, the teachers still say, we don't wanna go to work. Okay, if they don't wanna go to work, fire them. You know what happens if I don't do my job? I don't make any money. You know what happens if other people don't do their job? They get fired. I'm not gonna fire myself, but people will fire me and I will not make any money. So I will have to get another job. If a teacher wants to sit on their fat ass at home, they can get another goddamn job. There's no reason for us to keep paying property taxes if we don't get the services that we're paying for. I'm not gonna keep paying 10 grand a year in property taxes for a place that won't send the kids back to the goddamn schools. Now, I think here in Fulton County, they are in person, but I would really like to get out of Fulton County because Fulton County is the absolute worst county in Georgia, bar none. And if you wanna live here, you're an idiot. You need to go to another county, like Forsyth or Cobb or Gwinnett, basically anywhere except Fulton. Well, you know, the cab is also kind of corrupt like that, too. Um, but it's, it's just not it's not just the one thing, but it's like everything like um, back to Biden. Not only has he rejoined the World Health Organization, um, he also... Uh, put a freeze on this Trump administration policy. What is it called here? Um, Let me find the thing here. All right. Biden quietly mixes Trump era rule combating Chinese communist funded propaganda centers. Okay. So the Trump administration uh, attempted to enact a policy that would force American universities to reveal cooperation with chapters of the Confucius Institute. Okay. The Confucius Institute is a Chinese propaganda wing because in Communist China, everything is part of the Communist Party. Everything is an outgrowth of the Communist Party. If you have a business in China, the Communist Party is involved in one way or another. They may not be really involved, but if they want that technology, they're gonna definitely be involved. And what they've been doing is paying professors, doctors, all of these people in the U.S. for information, for technology, because they don't really develop their own technology. And you know, why would you when you can just steal it or pay someone for it? There, there's no reason to put in all this R&D when you can just give some jackass $50,000 and he's like, oh, well, yeah, here's the files I have. There's no reason to do it. So that's this is what they're doing. And now, um, you know, Trump tried to stop this, Trump tried to stop all this and Biden just comes in and says, no, nah, we're gonna get rid of that. So now the Confucius Institute can fund anybody and you don't have to reveal where this money's coming from. Uh, real transparency. I thought the Democrats were about transparency. I, 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 was, I had that on good authority. I was told that. I'm pretty sure we all kind of heard that, you know, the Trump administration was the, the least uh, least uh, so, uh, admittive. Um, I don't even know what word I was coming up with there. Um, they just weren't cooperative uh, with information. Um, please tell me what would happen if Trump had gotten into office and then next to rule about Russia being able to fund this confusion, you know, some some institute, you know, they, they want to fund the Stalin Institute. Okay, um, what what would happen? What would happen if Trump's son had some huge deal with Russia, and everybody just kind of swept it under the rug? Would it would that seem suspicious? Would it seem suspicious if? We had a virus that everybody knew came from Russia and the World Health Organization said, no, it definitely didn't come from Russia. It's not infectious. And we all knew it was. Would it be be strange for a president to suddenly rejoin the very organization that lied about the virus and left us completely unprepared because everybody assumed that the World Health Organization was, was telling the truth? This is how you know that this is bullshit, okay? Replace Biden with Trump. If the same thing would have been okay, then it's okay. If the same thing would not have been okay, then it's not okay for Biden. I don't give a goddamn whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, if they're trying to, if they're doing everything to destroy the country, whether they're trying to or not. I Maybe I shouldn't, uh, put uh, you know that that men'srea on him maybe he doesn't know I mean I doubt the guy knows where he is half the time but when he's doing everything that makes it look like he's in China's pocket when he's doing everything that makes it look like he's trying to screw us over like um, like say no more uh, no more pipeline right um, Jesus Christ I can't even think the the pipeline from uh, like a uh, Canada the whatever the Jesus Christ, I don't remember. Whatever that pipelines called, they said no, right? They said, no, you have to transport that oil by rail. Um, transporting by rail leads to more contamination. Not only because you have the train pulling it back and forth, which is just spewing smoke into the air, but also because trains have more accidents than pipelines do. A pipeline is just sitting there. If you have a leak, you can find it and fix it very easily. It's not that hard. They have monitors all through these pipelines. If you have a train wreck and that train is carrying like hundreds of thousands of gallons of oil, you're going to have a pretty big mess, right? So things happen. Train wrecks happen all the time. I watch them on TV all the time. Trains just barrel into something. uh, They hit a car or something. All it takes is like one car to jump the tracks. The next few are going to go. It's going to be a real mess. But back to... um, Back to Biden trying to screw everything up. If he's not trying to screw everything up, um, he's doing a fantastic job. So maybe maybe he doesn't intend to. Maybe he's just so stupid. And, and that probably is a large part of it, because who is it? Robert Gates said that he has been on the uh, wrong side of every foreign policy decision for 40 fucking years. He doesn't know anything. He's a moron. He has zero intelligence, zero life experience, zero anything, and we're supposed to believe that because he's been in the Senate his entire goddamn life, he knows something. All that tells me is that you don't know anything if you've been in the Senate your whole life. You know what I would do if I was in the Senate? I would get out of the goddamn Senate and I would go make a ton of money somewhere at some company, right? Because you're a former Senator. You have all the connections. You can do whatever you want. If somebody is staying out of the private sector and they're staying in the public sector, Everybody needs to question, number one, what is it that they're doing, especially if they're getting richer and richer and richer, because insider trading laws are not the same for those people as they are for us, right? They get all these briefings, you know, they go buy, uh, you know, change things like, hell, I get on a pay phone and call my broker and say, hey, guys, uh, we need to change this right now. And then you can say, well, you know, somebody else controls it, like is what they were talking about with uh, Kelly Leffler and, um, I don't know, whoever else it was, uh, all of that stuff adds up. So when you have a guy who, I mean, obviously he's not going to be in the private sector too long because he's a moron. And I'm sure, I mean, he went in the Senate, like when he was like 29. So like he, obviously he didn't like practice law for very long, you know, because if you, if you go to college when you're 18, you know, you get done with a bachelor's when you're like 22 and let's, let's, let's all understand that Joe Biden was not on a fast track. He wasn't doing shit in two or three years. You know he wasn't because he was plagiarizing half the things that he wrote. Um, So bachelor's degree, 22, out of law school at 25. At 29, he runs for the goddamn Senate and wins, okay? So he had maybe four years, probably not even four, because if you're running for Senate, I'm assuming, you're not going to have a whole lot of time to practice law. So let's say, you know, three years. Plus, you got to count the time that it took. I wonder how many times it took him to pass the bar. That's a good question. I I would like to know that. Uh, So maybe three years, this dude actually was in the real world, and then he just went to the Senate and never fucking left. This guy is the worst president I have ever seen, not only because he's a moron, but because he knows that he's corrupt because he said a couple months ago that if he were to just do everything by executive order, that would, that would be uh, tyrannical. That would be what a dictator does. And then he gets into office and immediately signs all of these executive orders. So they've got like, um, what is it like 40 or 50 now? And some of them aren't executive orders. Some of it's like, you know, these memoranda and, and what have you. But the point being they're not going with any legislation. They're not trying to pass anything right now. Like they're they're just sitting on their asses and trying to impeach a president who's no longer there. So what he's doing is just signing all of these executive orders that were obviously written before he got into office, right? Because number one, I doubt he knows what's in them, but number two, they were already done. Like he signed like a bunch of them in the first week. All right, so they had this plan all in place. So. If somebody tells you that A, B, and C would make them a dictator, and then as soon as they get in office, like the week they get in office, the day they get in office, they do A, B, and C, we should start calling them a dictator. Joe Biden is a dictator according to his own measurements. He said if he did the stuff he's doing right now, that would make him a dictator, okay? so. He tells everybody what he's going to do, and he does it, and everybody's just sitting here wondering what happened. Um, Complete crap. And now, um, you know, after we were told uh, for, you know, months and months that there was absolutely no voter fraud, uh, the Georgia Secretary of State has referred 35 cases of election law violations for criminal prosecution. Now, you might say 35. That doesn't sound like a lot. Okay. Um, They have them listed here. So it's not just 35. All right. So this Samunta Shameen Pittman allegedly submitted 70 false voter registration applications while canvassing for the Coalition for the People's Agenda. I'm guessing they were going for the Democrats. That's just my guess. I don't know. Um, Floyd Jones, director of the Fayette County Board of Elections and Voter Registration, has been indicted for his alleged improper handling of four memory cards registering 2,760 votes in the general election. So Donald Trump lost Georgia by like, like 11,000 votes. Here's one dude responsible for registering 2,760. This other woman, 70 false voter registration applications. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that they don't catch every criminal, right? Because obviously not every criminal is caught. I'm sure they don't catch everybody who uh, falsely registers voters, right? But if you have one dude who's mishandling 2,760, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're all fraudulent, but they could be. I mean, I don't really know what what the improper mishandling was. However, if you have one person who's holding like 2,700 votes, How many does that take to get past that 11,000, right? Okay, so you need, what, four, five people like that who could completely turn an election? That's why people think that there was voter fraud, because it doesn't take that many people. If you have a bunch of people going around ballot harvesting, picking up people's ballots, having having a person sign a ballot, giving them something of value for it, and then you know the person fills out the ballot that happens i watched a video of it happen and people act like this isn't a big deal it's a huge deal because if i have one vote and somebody else gets to have 50 i'm going to go try to find 50 i mean why can't i have 50 votes if somebody else has 50 votes i'm more educated right i'm more intelligent i'm uh, i mean i'm at least uh, you know a rational human being for the most part most part I you know being the key there it's not that hard to turn an election um, when you have someone who can register dozens or hundreds or thousands of people and these aren't valid registrations when they when they talk about voter suppression the voter suppression that they're referring to is trying to get people to you know uh show an ID to vote, somehow that's voter suppression. Uh, they're, they're trying to get people to uh, you know, sign a piece of paper and prove that their signature is their signature, right? And somehow that's voter suppression. Uh, requiring people to actually show up to vote is somehow now voter suppression. Apparently everything is voter suppression as long as it might lead to some semblance of security about the vote. As long as we have zero security about the vote, then nobody's suppressed, right? So let's just let anybody go vote. No, no IDs check. Don't check their age. Don't look at a picture. Don't make anybody sign anything. Let's just have random people go in and vote. We don't even need to have somebody like give us their name, right? You know, we don't need to prove that citizens uh, can vote, right? Because we should let anybody vote. This, this is what this is what the Democrats and the the leftists are turning this country into because, and people are letting them do it because people are such pussies that they're afraid to stand up for anything. You know what I would say if somebody told me that, um, I mean, I, I wish, but I also try to uh, stay away from confrontations because I have a different response to confrontations than, than a lot of people do. Um, but I see at least a lot of people on TV saying that uh, it's racist to require voter ID because Black people aren't capable of going to the DMV and getting a driver's license or a state identity card. If you tell me that a race of people is incapable of going to a government office and just getting an ID that everybody else has, I'm going to call you a racist. You know why? Why? because any time that you say that an entire race of people is incapable of doing something, that's racist, right? It's like the baseline definition, okay? And uh, they also say now that uh, you have to have power, right? It's not just just being, you know, having racist thoughts. It's like you have to have power behind them, okay? Um, Well, I, as a straight white male, have zero power, Uh, because I'm the lowest on the totem pole, right? So as far as I'm concerned, the Democrats who are uh, in control of the House, the Senate, the presidency, and ostensibly the Supreme Court, (laughs) I think they're the ones in power. So they're the only ones capable of being racist at this point. Um, Anyone who is not a straight white male, I'm assuming now that they're maybe going to be racist, because a lot of them are. And it drives me nuts when I get on things like LinkedIn and everybody's just posting all of this horse shit. And I want to just tell people this is bullshit. Like, do you not understand how idiotic this is that, that everybody just now believes that that black people are like the ultimate victims? Like, dude, if you make more money than me, you're not a victim. OK, just shut the fuck up. Like LeBron James says black men are hunted every day. Like Bitch, you got a billion dollars. Go hide in one of your fucking houses and hire a goddamn security team that you can afford because you make a shit ton of money from China and they have actual concentration camps there. Okay, so shut the fuck up, LeBron James. Nobody gives a flying fuck what you say about race. You're obviously just a race baiting piece of shit. And you're going to say whatever you think is the most popular thing at the time. And when something like China comes up all all of a sudden the NBA just shuts the fuck up and Mark Cuban won't play the national anthem because they don't want to piss off China. So everybody's just going to sit on a big dick and hope that uh, China doesn't come over here and slap us around a little bit. Which brings me to the reason I was actually going to do this podcast today because I really didn't want to do one because I'm just so pissed off at everything. Um, Speaking of people being pussies. So I just saw on the news that uh, The the Bachelor, uh, uh, one of the contestants had a picture at at some point, like, I don't even know if it was like on a Facebook and Instagram or whatever, uh, there was a picture of her at uh, an antebellum dance like somewhere in Georgia, right? So an old plantation house, somebody had like a party or something and there was a picture of her there. And so suddenly that makes her racist. Which is just goddamn hilarious to me that everything (laughs) is firing back on these leftist assholes. Um, And partly because my uh, sister-in-law and her husband got married at an antebellum plantation in uh, South Carolina. And he's Pakistani, she's Irish. Um, They are the most leftist people I know but they got married at an antebellum Southern mansion. So does that make them racist? I'm pretty sure they're not going to be putting those pictures around on the internet anytime soon. I bet you that much because all their friends might get all pissy about it. Um, But anyway, this, this chick on the bachelor uh, had a picture at an, uh, a a Southern, an old Southern mansion. So obviously she's like celebrating slavery or something. Uh, Number one, that's, that's, the most ignorant thing that you could ever possibly think, because people don't celebrate slavery. They celebrate the the, the brighter aspects of what the old South was. So, you know, the big dresses, the um, debutante balls, you know, big mansions, uh, you know, all, all this little shit. And it's, it's like one day, it's not like this chick bought the house, you know, and it's not like she hired a bunch of black guys to go stand out in a field or something, right? She didn't actually do anything except have a picture taken at a party. And so then the bachelor host comes out and says, hey, I, you know, this is kind of crazy. You guys should stop harassing this chick online because really all she did was just have a picture taken and everybody needs to chill out a little bit. So because he raised his head. The woke mob, the leftist bullshit Democrats, got him fired. So he 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 resigned. He said he's gonna step down as the bachelor host for the rest of the season, which again is just so goddamn hilarious to me. Because I'm I'm sure they like forced him to resign. I tell him, fucking fire me. You know what? I'm not resigning. Fire me if you want, because I didn't do anything wrong. This this is why it's just so fucking crazy to me that people don't have the goddamn testicular fortitude to say no ever these people are so afraid that they're going to lose their job and they're going to lose their job anyway i don't know if if they don't like realize that yet but even if you apologize you're still out like they're not going to forgive you because you apologize they're not going to forgive you because you resign because the end goal is to get all of the white males out of business okay that's what the black lives matter people are all about they are um what is it black lesbian marxists right they are all influenced by marxism um the the two founders uh, two of the founders are marxists like they say they're marxists if someone tells you they're a marxist believe them especially when they're trying to uh create the downfall of the United States and Western society at large. These people are fucking commies, okay? So how about let's just stand up to them, right? Because we stood up to the Russians for what? Like 50 years. Yeah, yeah, close to 50 years. So now all of a sudden, everybody's just too afraid of their own shadow. They don't have the balls to say, I didn't do anything wrong. If I still worked for a company that was not mine, what I would do, and and obviously I I didn't really work for, I never really worked for, hi Rachel. Rachel just turned on the the camera in here. So she's watching me for some reason. But anyway, uh, if I still worked for a company, uh, I'd tell them to kiss my ass. If they wanted me to resign, I'd say fire me because then I'm gonna get unemployment. why would you why would you ever resign if you don't have to resign, especially if you did nothing wrong? It's not like they're gonna give him his job back. They're, they're not gonna say, oh, well, now you resign, so it's okay now. No. Once you admit to these people that you did something wrong, that's it. Like you, you're done. They burn you. It's like that, like the burn notice show. Like they, yeah, you're burned. You're out. You're done. Don't come back. So or anybody, whoever happens to hear this, uh, if it comes down to it, make them fire you because at least, at least you can get unemployment, right? Maybe you get a severance, right? If you resign, you're admitting fault. Don't resign. Don't give in to this bullshit, Okay. Because like this bachelor dude, I'm 99.999% sure he voted for Joe Biden. He voted for all these people. He voted for the people who have just destroyed his career, made him quit his job, and now he's going to be a social pariah, all because he said, I give in. Don't give in to these people. It will never benefit you to do so. So that's... um, that's enough yelling for me. I feel a little bit better. Oh, one more thing. Uh, so you know, uh, the Trump impeachment. Obviously, it didn't work. Obviously, it was just a complete waste of time. Everybody knew it was a complete waste of time. You can't really impeach a president who's not in office. Like otherwise, you could just impeach anybody for anything, right? That's not what it's for. Uh, it's unconstitutional, flat out, to begin with. And the evidence of this was that this officer Brian Sicknick was killed by a Trump supporter with a fire extinguisher, right? The, uh, the impeachment team there, they cited this New York Times report. that said that uh, Trump supporters killed this cop with a fire extinguisher, which sounds like a really bad thing, right? Okay, so there was no actual investigation. They just cited the New York Times article because the New York Times is so trustworthy, right? They never lie. They never have a slant. It's just straight down the middle. Well, turns out yesterday, the 14th, the New York Times said, oh shit, our article was wrong. Turns out he was not killed by blunt force trauma. Law enforcement officials initially said Mr. Sickman was struck with a fire extinguisher, but weeks later, police sources and investigators were at odds over whether he was hit. Medical experts have said he did not die of blunt force trauma, according to one law enforcement official. If he didn't die of blunt force trauma, he did not die from a fire extinguisher. That's all a fire extinguisher is gonna do. It's a big round metal object. That's blunt force trauma, okay? If he didn't have blunt force trauma, he was not killed with a fire extinguisher. Uh, Rachel said maybe it was uh, you know, pepper spray or, or, or bear mace, or you know, they were shooting tear gas in there, I'm sure at some point. Um, yeah, all, all of those things can, can have deleterious effects on people. I mean, tear gas, tear gas is not fun. It is absolutely not fun. Uh, It will make you think you are going to die if you don't know what's going on. So it's just one more thing. You know, they they, they use the New York Times article as evidence to impeach a president who's not even in the goddamn office anymore. And then as soon as it's over, the New York Times says, oh, wait, our article was wrong. Turns out everybody says this didn't actually happen. So this is what the media has become. They are completely untrustworthy. If you see something, look it up. And even if all of the evidence uh, corroborates it, uh, just have have a little nugget of doubt in the back of your mind because all of these people talk to each other. They're all friends. They all lie to you. They all have an agenda. Nobody is telling you the truth, like very rarely. And if you get the truth out of somebody, it's gonna be followed up with a lie. So you never actually know what the truth is because even the people you think are trustworthy are gonna lie to you from time to time. So look into things, read around, don't follow fucking CNN. I mean, Fox News is okay, but shit, look past Fox News too, okay? Everybody go do some research, find some things, watch Tim Pool, watch uh, watch some of these other people, who, who, hell, watch Tim Dillon, he's hilarious. And he's actually like on point with most of this shit, but anyway, I feel uh, a little bit better after ranting into a microphone. Uh, So that'll be it for me and um, see you guys whenever I feel like doing these again.